BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And, and we're, we're the, the good, good guys. guys. There's a lot of guys out there. And we're the good ones. Good news. COVID uh, negative. Let's not call it that because we're going to get flagged Sorry. on the algorithm. And Co- then this is going to get buried. Sorry, COVID Aladdin. No, baby. You say Covey. You say the pandy. Covey mm. wovey. No, you can't say the full word because then it triggers something. Damn it. Just yeah. say Covey Wovey. Covey Wovey. Covey Wovey Neg. And we were just saying how Abbott, the maker of these tests, because I'm going to go because I'm a working actor. Mm. I have to go. Good. Some, I know. Hashem. You, have a, you have a gorgeous wife, <laughs> gorgeous kids. Gorgeous friend. They need They need money. I, too much. But, and so you have to take a test before you go to work. And so we were just saying how Abbott really has crushed in this whole pandy wandy because if you've noticed, Abbott really had the best sort of packaging and every other Kobe Wovey test looked like it was sold on Etsy. They're the ones that managed to find their ways into Dwayne Reed's CVS's. They're readily available. Yeah. Just like walk up, like pick up a Snickers bar. Right. And also pick up a COVID test crushing wow but like there were these other ones that were kind of in a smaller box that just looked like it was printed on on my uncle's printer for his small like business that he has like it just it didn't inspire confidence no no great packaging and i'm happy that you're covid negative so that you can you can get back to work you can sit here comfortably with yes yes i I was asking before just in the actor's world Mm. If you showed up with the flu, would they care? And you said no. So it's just, as long as we have COVID negative, we're all good. We're good to go. Good, good. So how I met your father, how's it going? It's going good. It actually, by the time this episode airs, it will have just premiered the 24th, I believe. Yes, I'm going to say that, the 24th. So new season, season two, they've brought your boy back. Mm-hmm. It couldn't get enough of me the first time, apparently, which... Thank you so much. And it is a bit of like, I do have to give myself a pat on the back because I played Hillary Duff's love interest in the first season. Spoiler alert, doesn't work out. Nobody could see me with Hillary long term. <laughs> it's crazy. I could. Yeah, maybe in real life, but not the fictitious version. No, 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 no. And for some reason they were like, well, we can bring you back in a different capacity. And I was like, great. I was ready to never see any of them ever. Like I literally at the end of my episode, season one, I was like, it was wonderful working with all of you. Goodbye forever. That means you made a wonderful impression if they essentially killed off your part and then brought you back. Yeah, so, not bad, huh? Oh, very nice. It's kind of like if you get brought very back nice. from the dead on mm-hmm. the show, you really, you're really you a capable actor. Yeah, that is wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. I want to get famous enough where I can demand that they put me in a, in a, a coma on, mm. like, have you, you know- Like Friends. When Joey Tribbiani and Dr. Drake Ramore go into a coma. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know that. But, like, do you know that Ellen Pompeo actually allegedly star of Grey's Anatomy? 500 episodes deep. Shout out Shonda Rhimes. I'm available. Mm. That I believe, allegedly, around season 19, Ellen Pompeo was like, I'd like to just rest (laughs) this season. And so they put her character in a coma. And for... You know, 20 episodes, she's just sleeping. And paid. A million bucks. Oh, my God. In app, somewhere. What like, a dream. Like Can you imagine? 
I guess by season 19, it's kind of like a sabbatical. You right. know those teachers, they teach until they're going to croak, and eventually they just, instead of waiting for you to die, they say, all right, you know, take these next five years. It's you time. Mm. You enjoy yourself. What would you, you do on a sabbatical, Ben? Ooh, what would I do on a sabbatical? What a tough question. I would spend a lot of time out in nature. Golf, you'd golf. I would golf a ton. But I would also, you know, explore my roots, see how far I could really push myself, maybe pitch a tent, go to Joshua Tree. That would probably last about four days. And then I'd come back and spend all of my money on, yeah, golf, house, redoing a house. I feel like I'd get into home reno. I think that would be something that I'd do. I feel like you're just very bored. So I'm thinking like the things that you do. You go on all your vacations, you explore your mind, you explore your body, you do all those things. And then you come back. And you realize that you need work for purpose, I think. Or yeah. I think you need something for purpose. So, uh, yeah, what would you do on a sabbatical? I think I'd have to get really into hallucinogens because I think I would be so insufferable. My yeah. wife would leave me. Yeah. So I just have to be like, babe, I'm going to go to Peru. Yeah. I found a very reputable shaman on Yelp. Mm. And I'm going to go on a vision quest. Yeah. I'll see you in two to five weeks, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm in. Right? Yeah. Might as well try it in this fictitious world where we get paid for for time off. Can you imagine? Somebody says to you, Josh, we're going to pay you exactly what you're making this year for the next 10 years, but you don't have to do anything. You just blew my mind. I don't... That would be the craziest thing I could ever imagine, especially because I make a million a day. It's also... (laughs) It also kind of sounds terrible. I can't explain it. Like, I had trouble answering the question... Mm. Because I can't imagine a world where I'm doing nothing and what I would do. Like part of like what I offer to the world is, I, I don't know, like I'm, I'm just always active. Mm. Can you be active while not doing anything professionally? What? Actually, yes. What am I saying? Of course I can. You still yeah. go see your friends. You go to games. If you have all the money, then it doesn't matter. If you have all the money, you can go on l- unlimited vacations, right? But think about like you're... you're you're a businessman first, but you're creative adjacent. Definitely. You do this. Oh, yeah. It's creative endeavor. Oh, you know, yeah. You're, what, you know, oh, yeah. you're a big force behind your, your empire of a life. I'm, yeah. So. It really is all me. Everything that Claudia is is me. I have no doubt. Yeah, it's all me. The fact that she can read. It's, I taught her to read. <laughs> I believe I it. I did. I taught her to read, write, <laughs> sing. <laughs> if, this was, <laughs> if this was Family Guy, it just cuts to Claudia and you and Claudia going, eh, ah, ah. <laughs> Um, but you know i i think that the the bonus of being an artist Mm. in any capacity right is that it's incumbent on you you must live an interesting life yes the reason why these people become famous and then all of a sudden years later you're like whatever happened to so-and-so he was so great i'll tell you what happened to so-and-so he's at the soho house Mm. he's at bullshit Famous people parties living a very specific life that, while cool, is terribly uninteresting. And they have nothing to pull from anymore. Terribly uninteresting. But you have to put yourself out there to be out there and be in the running. Threesomes aren't interesting. No. 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 Not that I would know. Yeah, no, I wouldn't know. Unfortunately, I'm not that cool. Yeah. So how do we get me in a cameo of a sitcom? Because I thought you in a threesome. (laughs) (laughs) Or a threesome on TV. Oh, we could get me into porn. No, but our last two guests, Bobby Lee, Neil Brennan, couldn't get over the fact that I had nothing to do with acting. The fact that I have a podcast with you and that we're together here and that I've never acted, I've never done anything. So I think I'm going to need like a short little, little cameo just so I could say I was in something. So how do we do that? I'm going to have to pull some strings, and I don't think it'll be hard. Yeah, no, right? It's easy. Yeah. It's easy. I'll walk in. Maybe I slap someone. Mm. Maybe I, like, I'm trying to think of, like, what would be, like, a quick little, maybe I'm, like, a heckler, or maybe I'm, mm. You could be the funny, no, I, I see you as, like, the Wilson on Home Improvement. Like, the neighbor. Ooh, that's good. Pops in here and there. That's good. It's like, I'm out of cream cheese. That's good. Do you have anything, you know? Yes, that's good. Doles out a little wisdom. Maybe I'm the neighbor on one of those movies where they they move into a nice area and the neighbor comes over and baked them a pie. And they say, welcome to the neighborhood. I made you this 
peach pie. A peach pie? That's, I was going to say, what kind of pie? A peach that, pie? I think a peach pie or a wow. pecan pie. But I come over as the gracious neighbor and offer them a pecan pie. You know, being a grown-up is realizing that pie is superior to cake. Oh, Thoughts? Thousand percent? Hundred percent. That said, yeah. it's very, very important, the temperature at which that pie is kept and mm. served versus cake I could eat cold or warm. Yes, cake travels. A cold pie, terrible. A warm pie, superior. Let's be, you eat a cake, it's like, are you seven? Totally. Are you at a wedding? Yeah. Grow up. Yeah. Have some pie. That said, my wife and my mom are obsessed with Carvel ice cream cake. Wow. That would be their, like, go-to dessert forever. Yes. Ice cream cake. But I do think that an ice cream cake is also... Far superior to the traditional birthday cake. I think a regular cake is actually incredibly overrated. I actually think it's more fun to go get the $19 mega size sheet cake from Costco mm. than to get some like high end, super realized Magnolia Bakery. Shout out Magnolia Bakery. I like the banana pudding. But the banana pudding. Fuck, dude. That's really the only thing that's worth getting there. Today's episode of Good Guys is brought to you by Nutrafol. Look, I got to tell you an honest story. When I met my beautiful, gorgeous, just picture perfect wife, she, 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 she just sort of put her hand through my hair and she said, my God, my Lord, what's going on? The thickness. I said, my body? She said, no, your hair. I said, wow. And thus, forever. I've worried about losing these gorgeous locks. And that's why I take Nutrafol, because I'm trying to be proactive. Look, 80 million men and women in the U.S. experience thinning hair, yet it's still not openly talked about, which can make going through it feel scary and stressful. And, and that just adds to the problem, right? But Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth thickness, and visible scalp coverage for men and women. Look, there are multiple causes of thinning hair, but Nutrafol is the hair growth supplement that goes beyond genetics to target stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle factors that may be impacting your hair. Look, losing your hair, thinning, it's its a worry, it's a fear, it, it's something people are insecure about, and you don't have to be anymore, right? You can be proactive, there's something to be done, and that's Nutrafol. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than three thousand top doctors you can grow thicker healthier hair and support our show by going to nutrafol.com and entering the promo code good guys to save 15 dollars off your first month subscription this is their best offer anywhere and it's only available to u.s customers for a limited time plus free shipping on every order get 15 dollars off at nutrafol.com spelled n-u-t-r-a-f ol.com promo code good guys speaking of sweets and i don't yeah. know because i don't know if i'll see you what you get valentine's day i just want you know what the pod's been going so well oh. and marshall our producer i don't want you to feel left out so here you go that's for you i love you guys happy valentine's day from josh and russell stover a classic thank like you me. very much assorted milk and dark chocolates Hope you put out. Wow. <laughs> By the way, 190 calories for this whole heart. Nothing. Stop it. Nothing. It's what? Cool. That's gorgeous. That's keto. It's nice. Yeah, you'd it's be nice. crazy not to. It's nice. I have till June to eat it before it goes bad. It's, I got plenty of time. It's a perfect meal. Thank you very, very much. That is just too generous. Scott, you know what, boys? I'm yeah. happy. I'm I'm just happy to, to make a small mark on your day. You are too generous. But that magnolia banana pudding Jesus. comes in the gorgeous... What is that? What is that container called? There's like a, there's something about it that's just so, it, it's like a soup container. Yeah. Soup. Lot, soup, right? Yeah. Oh, so freaking delicious. Yeah. Wow. I just love it. I love it. And you know, our, our, our guest from last week, Neil Brennan inspired me and you know, the, the guy self-admittedly is a thin king mm. and he only eats sugar once a week. And I was like, should I be doing that? And so I tried it for like eight 
hours and I failed so miserably. <laughs> it is so not a reality for a boy like me. I just have to be okay. I think I just have to be okay with it. It's hard. It's yeah. really hard to do. I also, I remembered hearing that and thinking to myself, how sick do you feel on Sundays? Like if you eat perfectly, right? Yeah. Unrealistically perfectly. Vegan. Mm. Monday to Saturday. And then eat. 15 Snickers bars on Sunday, you're going to want to kill yourself, no? I think you you go in hard body karate, and I think it's a refuel day. And I What does think... that mean? Like, <laughs> That's he, what he, Neil was asking. He said a, re- a refuel day. That's like the same person that says, like, you'll interview a, <laughs> no, an athlete. No, I said and, refuel. No, but you'll interview an athlete, and you'll ask, like, oh, what did you eat before the game? Oh, I had spaghetti and meatballs because uh, right. I need to carb load. If I eat fucking spaghetti and meatballs before I play basketball, I'd shit myself on the court. That's not a thing that I fuel from <laughs> carbs. I don't fuel from carbs. I become exhausted and, like... It's like I ate a whole turkey on Thanksgiving and fell asleep. What would be your, per- and I, this is a two-part question, what would be your perfect pregame fuel? Like you're playing at the Yeshiva, it's the Maccabee playoffs, and you, and and I'm assuming, you know, the other four guys in your squad, Moish, Steve, yeah. yes. Abraham, yes. and uh, I don't know, Judas. Yes. So th- you're all getting ready to go. What's pregame? What are you eating to get you through the game? Nothing. Like for three hours before. You're fast. You're I, a fasted kid. I'm far better at all sports when I'm a tiny bit hungry. Wow. Yeah. I I want nothing. nothing. Little little Gatorade on the oh, sideline. Oh, yeah. Tons of water. Oh, so much water. Gatorade, sure, but not the regular Gatorade. It's too sugary. I'd cut that Gatorade. You know, half water, half Gatorade. That's what I do for my son. Yeah. It's, it's the good move. It's a yeah. good move. And he'll never know the difference because he's stupid. No, yeah, no, the kid needs a lot of work. <laughs> well, a lot of work. Tell me uh, the perfect uh, eating day for you. Like, you're not going to put on a pound. You can eat whatever you want. Tell me how you start and finish your day. Does it also matter? Like, will I not have... Well, I not feel negative from anything that I'm eating. You won't feel negative. I'll feel amazing. And you know what? Because that's a different conversation. Throw some drugs and drinks in there, too. Okay. I'm going to wake up in the morning. And I'm going to have an egg and cheese. Mm. The greatest egg and cheese, period. From a bodega? Yeah, definitely. I'm going to follow that up with a delicious, delicious tuna sandwich. Delicious huh. tuna. Yeah, I'm going back to back. For lunch. Or no, no this is oh, a this double breakfast. Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no calorie impact. I feel great. Gorgeous. I can't just have one. Yeah. I have, we'll have two sandwiches. I'll have an egg and cheese on a gorgeous Kaiser roll. And then I will have a beautiful tuna sandwich. Mm. On a toasted sesame bagel, lettuce, onion, pickle, and the perfect tuna. Gorgeous. Overdoing it on the Hellman's. It's gorgeous. And if, but needs to have vegetables in the tuna. There's tuna without vegetables. It's, it's just a brick. Not a fan. Moving on to lunch. Ooh, what am I going to have for lunch? Let's go with sushi for lunch. Okay. I'm going to have some spicy tuna rolls. I'm going to have some, uh, maybe an omakase. Wow. It'll be gorgeous. So much spicy mayo. Beyond a vat. It, yeah. While I eat it, I'm also going to soak my feet in two vats of spicy mayonnaise. Right. Like people are walking by and they, they like think you might be a little like special needs. Yes. They're with they, how much you're putting. They're on. looking at me and they are disgusted. Yeah. They're, they're just they're like, disgusted. oh, it's sweet. You yeah, know, he could, yeah. you know, they probably take it off a sushi <laughs> once a year. <laughs> they feel bad for me. And then for, ste- then for steak, for dinner, steak. Oh, yeah. Steak, 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 steak. Steak, just steak. Gorgeous, gorgeous porterhouse. Yes. Oh. Maybe even Luger's. I'll just call it out. Luger's. Cream spinach. Wow. Some French fries. Mm. Some, of course, collection of dipping sauces. And then at the end of that day, that banana pudding. Yes. From Magnolia. What about you? And no uh, drinking or mind-altering substances in there? Uh, no. You, you know, like, you like to drink. You're gonna, I love, are you washing I, everything down with a spritz? I love, love. Yeah, by the way, everything. You're right. That's it. Spirit society is perfect because yeah. it won't overdo it. I was going to say, you know, the drugs, the drugs are fun when you don't have anything else to do. But I'm sure. not a because I'm not. Uh, thankfully, I don't have an issue with them. They're not something that actually help me function. I can't function on them whatsoever. Right. Like I need to be away from everyone and everything if I'm going to have any kind of drug. I I smoke weed. I'm going to eat a little food and fall asleep. Like, I don't understand people, what, the waking and baking culture. Not me. I wake, I bake, I'm asleep. Again, wake, bake. 
wake, bake, sleep. You know, like I can't do that. <laughs> the half quotations and the waking and baking culture. <laughs> waking and baking. I just want that to play. God willing, you live another beautiful 60 to 70 years. But at your funeral, on a loop, I just want it to be playing behind your gorgeous Sprint Society sponsored casket. Waking and baking. <laughs> waking and nerd. baking. I love I'm such it. A, such a nerd. Oh, God, Claudia is a lucky woman. <sighs> yep. I okay, so I'm gonna start off my morning with something light, like Adderall. And <laughs> <laughs> then we're gonna move into Vicodin perks and heroin. <laughs> and it's just a nice morning, and there's it's a cigarette on the toilet. <gasps> and there's this great photo. I think it's Hunter S. Thompson who is smoking a cigarette while reading the paper. He's got like a a, a glass of wild turkey and a cigarette with a filter on the end. And wearing a visor. And that, to me, looks seems like heaven. I completely forgot about cigarettes. Ugh. I'd chain smoke them the whole day. That whole day? I'd smoke day. inside. Oh, Yeah. We should smoke now. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if I pulled out a cigarette? And I, I think Dear Media would kick us out. But. Well, I think it's going to hurt our sponsorship with Albuterol, but nevertheless. But it'll help our sponsorship with Marlboro. Yeah, with Procter & Gamble. I'm in. Because we had this conversation the other day. What, what did you say about smoking? Smoking's great. It's kind of cool. Yeah. By the way, smoking is cool. And let's Especially agree. for kids. It's so cool. <laughs> You're the air person, the good guys. Kids start smoking. It, it goes without saying that it's awful for your health. Obviously, obviously, obviously. But just the mere act. You know what else I like about it? It's a break from whatever the hell you're doing. Oh, yeah. Right? Let's go outside. Yeah, it's also, it's just cool. Like, it's not cool if you're addicted to cigarettes, but it's cool if you see, like, if I see somebody smoking cigarettes and they're a cool person, they're yeah. smoking the cigarette, they look cool. I can't explain it. It is what it is. Something cool. There's something cool about it, right? So, so I'm, back to your day. Yeah, I'm puffing stogies. I'm taking Addies. <laughs> I'm drinking Wild Turk. I'm shitting milk. <laughs> And now I'm like, all right, my heart feels like it's going to blow out of my chest. And I'm like, I need to eat. You know, it's important that I eat. And <laughs> like any professional sort of user, I realize that if you eat, you're going to probably be able to sort of level yourself out. So first for breakfast, what am I doing? I like, I'm going to go get donuts. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a dozen, right? What brand? Well, in LA, we have some bougie donuts, sidecar donuts. Quite good. Maybe I'll just, you know what? I'm going to keep this universal. I'm happy at Krispy Kreme. <clears throat> yeah. God, delicious. And I'm going to go and I'm going to say, give me six hot because mm. I'm going to time it out that the light's going to be on. I'm going to get six hot glaze class. And then I'm going to go assorted. Wow. And I'm going to drive around because driving drunk is cool. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going <kidding>. to <laughs> <laughs> be driven around and I'm going to be puffing Stokes eating donuts and I'm going to be picking right and people are going to be like what a waste like 12 donuts you're just, I'm like I'm going to do what I'm going to do today right so I'm just picking for me so I'm taking a little sprinkle off this one the top off that one and I'm eating and I'm being driven around and then for lunch I'm going to go to a Hillstone mm -hmm. Houston's restaurant what's your order at Hillstone I need to know alright so I'm going to start off with a spinach artichoke dip right because mm -hmm. it's a flagship item there mm -hmm. Then, arguably, some of the best sushi in this country is at a Hillstone restaurant. I couldn't agree more. Right? Yes. So now I'm going to sit there and I'm going to order the Thai tuna roll. Mm. Spicy tuna with a macadamia. So there's a crunch. Yeah. You know, there's a real snap to it. You like that Osaka style? The, the press? Yes. Great. Gorgeous. Sure. You know, you ever had their California roll? No. Really? It's an off-the-menu item in most locations, but mm. they'll do it. They'll do it. For Ben Soffer? They'll do it. They'll do it. Wow. So now I'm having that. I'm getting ready. Boom, boom, boom. Then maybe, I don't know what I chase it with. Maybe I want, maybe I want to do, maybe I keep it light and I'm just doing sushi and I'm doing spinach art and then I'm going to get a brownie sundae, mm. right? Banging coffees, you know? Oh, yeah. Then I'm going into the bathroom and I'm taking some more pills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, just an assortment. And at this one, I'm just going like this, right? And I, I, I just wonder what I'm going to get. You know, Oxy, Loratab, you know, 
maybe it's cyanide. Maybe I just it's over. <laughs> you never know. Maybe it's vitamin C. You know, I'm keeping my body guessing. And then for dinner, I'm going out with you to Carbone. But mm. at Carbone, we're doing a full Carbone spread, but we're also having Luger steaks delivered oh. to eat in addition to all the Carbone hits. They should do a collab. They should. Yeah. So good. And then I'm going to go home and I'm going to look at my wife and I'm going to be like, wait for me. You know, wait for me in bed. You know? Mm. We'll see. Just wait. You know? I got to go outside. And I'm going to look, I'm going to, I'm going to fire up a cigar. Nice. Right. And I'm going to fall asleep in the chair as I look out <laughs> at the stars. And my wife's going to go, where is he? And I'll wake up the next morning. My wife will be pissed, but it was a great night. It was the best day ever. Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah. Nice time. Good I to want dream. You, I want your day. Your day was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I try not to go too off the rails. What a day. Today's episode of Good Guys is brought to you by Every Plate. Because, you know, every plate to me, when I close my eyes, it... Look, it's a brand new year, and Every Plate is here to help you achieve all of your resolutions. Every Plate helps you save money with delicious, affordable recipes delivered to your door. Saving money is top of mind right now, and America's Best Value Meal Kit helps you do just that. Start the year on the right bite with Every Plate's newest meal preference, Nutrition Delish, featuring around 650 calories or less. Each wholesome, satisfying dish helps you stay on track with your goals without all the guesswork. Oh, by the way, Every Plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. That means you can put the money you save on groceries towards new, fun resolutions. I, I don't think I need to say anything more than that. The fact that I know that I can make a meal that's about 650 calories, so I'm staying on my thick boy train, I'm staying on my health train, but also it's a money saver. It's a time saver. You're not spending half the day considering what are we going to order out or when am I going to get to the store to then get home to prep. By the time we eat, it's going to be nine o'clock at night. It takes all the guesswork out. You're going to have a delicious meal and it's going to be cost effective. Get $1.39 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code goodguys139. Get started with EveryPlate for just a dollar. 39 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code goodguys139. That's up to $134 value. Do you have a what are you nuts moment of the week? I do. Ooh, um, yes. It's, it's sort of baked into my overall day yesterday. Mm. So yesterday I went from Los Angeles to Napa. We're producing for Spirit Society a limited edition flavor, actually, with the owner of Dear Media, Lauren Bostick. We're doing a collab. Wow. It's gorgeous. It's going to come out later in February. It looked, just the color of it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be amazing. But Napa, as you know, is completely underwater. Completely yes. underwater. Like, they have never seen rain like this in Northern California. So that's exactly why I decided that this was the right time for me to fly there and go there. So I flew into Sacramento. I drove an hour to the facility. All good, right? No problem at all. I decided to get fancy and try to take JSX back, which for those of you that don't know, it's an LA bougie semi-private. It doesn't really exist on the East Coast. It kind of does. But it's a cheap way to sort of fly private. Mm. Have you flown JSX? I haven't, but you're right. It's like a small Southwest for rich people. Exactly. It's not expensive. It was like 220 bucks. Yes. But you don't have to go through security. You're not in an airport. It's private and it's supposed to be a little bit bougie. Mm. I get there and the bathroom photo that I showed you before, which I can't show to all of you, but it's essentially an outhouse, was the JSX bathroom. It was pouring rain. I get in there and they say to us over the loudspeaker, your flight's going to be delayed an hour. There's no food. There's no drinks. There's no nothing because it's not an airport. It's right. just a box. It's a hangar. Yeah, it's a hangar in the middle of, but it's not even a hangar. Like, that's disrespectful to hangers. Like, this is just like a white box. There's nothing in it. There's nobody in it. Nothing. They're like, it's going to be an hour, and there's a 50% chance that the flight that is trying to land here won't because it doesn't have visibility. We're going to land it in Oakland, and we're going to bus all of you to Oakland. Terrible. Terrible. Terrible news. What are you, nuts? It yeah. didn't end up happening. 
the plane landed and all was good, right? Yes. But are you out of your mind? You're telling me that this premium private airline outhouse bathroom that has no flush so I see the person shit from before me in it, exactly what you described earlier, them busing us to Oakland, it's not like a, that's not a normal thing. Hey, we're just going to put all 40 of you random people on an hour and a half bus to Oakland and then fly out of Oakland. So my entire day was just a, what are you nuts? Terrible. That said, the Sports Society production went off without a hitch. Wow. Flavor's going to be gorgeous. Collab's going to be gorgeous. But JSX, I'm sorry. Yeah. What are you nuts? Do better. Do better. Do better. Yeah. No, I hate that term though. But like, what are you nuts? Yeah. I, I, you know, you? I'm, I, I'm, I'm a bit, well, I'm going to roll it into one. Golden Globes oh. were, were Tuesday night. Yes. Young Gerard Carmichael hosted. Mm -hmm. Big fan, you fan of his? Yeah. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. Uh, his newest special, excellent. A real talent. Basically, from all of my, from my mother to anyone over 16, I don't mean to be ages here. I just believe there's a generational gap. Mm. Hated him mm. maybe i don't want to say hated him but they thought he didn't do a great job mm. i um, didn't watch by the way i'm gonna so. give you a couple joke highlights of his yeah please ones i thought were pretty good <laughs> <laughs> he said we're here at the beverly hilton the hotel that killed whitney <laughs> <laughs> pretty good that's joke. pretty good pretty good joke that's pretty good <laughs> my mom was disgusted <laughs> she listened to the pod shout out mom okay fair enough he looked at Steven Spielberg, who has a movie called The Fablemans, a very Jewish movie about semi-autographical, about, about Steven Spielberg's youth. And he goes, I just want to let you know, Steven, that I watched The Fablemans with Kanye, and it changed everything for him. <laughs> so, good work. You're very talented. <laughs> That's pretty good. Killer joke. It's a good joke. It's a killer joke. Yeah. And the third joke... All I know was he said something to the effect of like, Tom Cruise is here, which is great. It's too bad Shelley Miscavige isn't here, who is, I believe, David Miscavige of Scientology is missing. Someone connected to the head of Scientology is missing. And he kind of very publicly. Also <laughs> good. Good, biting, sharp. Yeah, he towed the line and he crossed it. Yeah, he went Which after is the best kind of comedy. Hollywood royalty and Tom Cruise. Yeah. And this is all allegedly, and we don't know. You know, I'm just saying. I'm trying to keep us safe <laughs> here. And dear media, if anything, go after Marshall. You know, Mr. <laughs> Talking It back there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just thought he did really well. But I think having a visceral reaction to any of this is ridiculous because award shows are bullshit. I would love one. <laughs> but, I was going to ask, have you been nominated for one? Or like, how does that happen? How does that work? I won an independent oh, spirit award. The, the What Are You Nuts? So the What Are You Nuts of it we'll is A, caring about award shows in any way. Mm. They are very clearly just a money-making mechanism for the producers putting on the award show. That's it. They are the only winners in the room. You cannot give awards for art because it's purely subjective. What you like, I'm allowed to hate and vice versa. And, um, yeah, and then Austin Butler and Evan Peters both won big awards because they're absolutely killing it, and they're wildly talented. Both guys in which I have a history with that I'm pretty sure if I ran into a party, they would not talk to me. Mm -hmm. So congrats, boys. Congrats. Yeah. Okay, what are you nuts? What are you nuts? But yeah, I'm very curious now about mm. the uh, nominations, how it all works, if it's something that you want, has something like that. Like, what's the what's the deal? As I said earlier to when, when my mom was shitting on the host of the Golden Globes to me on the phone, you know, to me, the best thing, if you care, if you're not, and listen, I think there are plenty of ultra successful people who got into the business for the billboards and the red carpet. Mm. And if that's your bag, like, God bless. Like, mm -hmm. ambition is important. If you really just got into it for the art, which is totally corny, but it's the only reason why I do it. And now, like, I gotta, you know, whatever, keep my kid in diapers. But I just want to make dope shit, which is why you can catch me on iCarly all of next year. Uh, <laughs> again, the diapers. Um, <laughs> I only do it for the art. 
bash this over my head. Give yourself a head contusion with Spread Society. But the best thing that comes out of winning a big award is knowing that your next job is secure. Yeah. Like, this will signal to the business that I'm good, and I will get offered some cool stuff from this. And can you, at that point, like, pick what you want to do? Like, that has to be a dream, right? Does anybody have that where they can, like, read scripts and they know that if they want it, it's theirs? And, like, start to pick and choose? Or is that only, like, two people in the whole world? I think there are... I think it's, it's yes, there's different levels, right? There is a handful of people that, like, they are in the movie. The movie is greenlit. So mm -hmm. Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, like, these people, yes, they're in your film. This movie is a go. Like, here's 50 million bucks. Everybody else, it becomes a package. Mm. My agent, for some reason, I've been with her for 20 years, and... For some reason, she represents me and like a lot of heavy hitters, mm -hmm. like big, fancy, I, I feel weird saying it and I don't want her to get mad at me and not take my calls anymore, so <laughs> I won't say it, but like really, really fancy people, like of that, like close to that tier and she'll tell me like, I brought up so-and-so and they were like, great, we'd love to have him in the role, but it's dependent on who we get for these roles as well. And she's like, but you have him, you have my, like... The movie's dependent on you sort of surrounding him with a bunch of other actors of value. Like, isn't he valuable enough? And they're like, no. Mm. And then there's also a weird value system to international rights, right? So you have a movie and what you do is you go, well, I'm going to put up 40 million bucks. But before I even start the movie, I'm going to go sell this in different territories like India and in Brazil and all over the world, right? And I'm gonna get them to basically commit $5 million, $10 million, to have the exclusive rights to the movie I'm about to make. Cause I'm mm. gonna put this package together and be like, I got Ben Soffer, I got Josh Peck, budget's 20 grand for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing it pro bono. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but in, and in that case, if you wanna get the foreign distribution going beforehand and make your money back, hopefully, at least half of it before you ever start the film, you need to have someone who's like internationally valuable. Who's internationally valuable? Bruce motherfucking Willis. Mm -hmm. Like hardcore either action guys or great. I mean, Keanu Reeves can go to any country mm -hmm. and they're going to. But like people who are balling here, like great comedic actors probably have no value internationally because they're like, that comedy doesn't really travel. Yeah. yeah. Or so my agents tell me about me. Mm -hmm. They're like, you're only funny in America and barely. Mm. I'm like, I know. <laughs> like, any other English-speaking countries, Canada? They're like, no, they hate you. They gotta love you in Canada, no? I'm like, the one thing Canadians are mean about is Josh Peck. No, no I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> should, we, um, should we get to some stories? Yeah, why not? Let's, let's talk about one. I felt really... I, okay, so this was like, this jumped out at me immediately when I was reading it, and I thought, okay, this, this, this has been written all over it. Subway. What the hell is that smell? Gorgeousness. Subway is a one-of-a-kind smell. It's that sweet, herby bread scent that wafts in such pungent clouds that you don't even need to go inside a store to smell it. But what is it? Seriously, what exactly is going on in Subway that makes that smell? Is it their bread? The salami? It's, it's the, obviously the bread. Keep reading, but... Is it a Subway-infused air freshener? Well... This person started emailing and then wrote an incredibly long article, which doesn't serve the podcast. And if I was really on top of things, I would know the paragraph where they're talking about it. But yes, apparently it's the bread. Yeah. Well, that's obvious. The bread is baked in house, mm -hmm. that Italian herbs and cheese, incredibly fragrant. And that's the exact smell of the store. And it's amazing. I used to, speaking of reasons why I never had a threesome, mm. I used to pregame my high school parties with a foot long at Subway, and me and my friends would go, we'd get a turkey, lettuce, onion, pickle, American cheese, sweet onion, <gasps> chipotle. Meat and cheese, dangerous. I, yeah, I was crazy then. God, you're I, nuts. I, I was crazy then. And we'd get a foot long, you know, sometimes a foot long and a half, like sometimes you're you're just a little bit hungrier. A uh, long and a half? Oh yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> That's a lot of food. A harvest cheddar, sun chip, and then we you go, made it a combo. Yeah, and then we'd go out. Wait, what's the and we'd drink? Have a great don't time. Leave, don't leave Diet Coke. Oh yeah, Diet Coke. Yeah, because obviously you need 
to make sure that you don't drink your calories while you're eating your calories. Also, totally. it just tastes better. That's the that's the biggest thing about diet soda. But you would have that smell on you mm-hmm. for the whole night. Yeah. So you'd walk into that party and they'd know you were at Subway. And I love that smell. I would bottle that smell. I think a candle company should come out with that smell. A perfume mm-hmm. company should figure it out because it smells great. But it's a very polarizing smell. Yes. There are some people that smell it. Oh, ugh, Subway. Yeah, and those are probably fucking Quiznos lovers. And if you like Quiznos, we're not friends. Get out of my house. Speaking of Quiznos, did you know that U.S. births continue to decline as nearly half of women under 45 are childless? Really? All I have to say is, how is this a bad thing? Is the subway not busy enough? Are there not enough people around? I think it's kind of hot. I, I agree with you. I I know I'm right. Yeah, Endgame, Thanos. Everybody likes to think that Thanos was the villain when in reality he was the realist. Yeah. And why do we have to, you know, pollinate the earth? Why? Because the Bible said we know that's made up. Yeah, of yeah. course. And like... Isn't global warming a thing? Yeah, it is. Let's embrace it. Yeah. Just a couple less. People are going to start banging again and be irresponsible. It's not yeah. going to... As long as as, as Jaeger and Trulies exist, there's going to be babies. Yeah, absolutely. So let's just be accepting of the fact that maybe, you know, if, if they do a PS6, it's going to be a little bit easier to get. Yeah, I think that if, you know, some people just shouldn't have kids. Yeah. It's why we have so many dumb people. Stop pushing people into having kids. No, only the, the smart people should have kids, like us. Yeah. It's like, allow, let the Hasidim and the Duggars continue to populate the earth. Yeah, they have w- beautiful, wonderful, smart, dedicated children. Us people that aren't dedicated to the kids, not us. Everybody yes. but us. No kids. Did you hear Eddie Murphy got honored with the Cecil B. DeMille Award at the Golden Globes and Tracy Morgan honored him and said, Eddie... <laughs> You have 10 kids. Your pull-out game is weak. <laughs> but you're a good dad. I was like, that's awesome. I just you, love you that. You do a good Tracy Morgan. Thank you. I don't know if I'm allowed to do yeah. it. Yeah, well, you did it. But And, uh... <laughs> so, yeah, you did it. And it's over. I and do an Obama. It was really... That was a good Tracy Morgan, and I love, love Tracy Morgan. I think we spoke about that with Claudia on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Tracy Morgan is our... Oh, 30 Rock, what a show. Never watched, haven't oh. seen an app. Oh my God, you would love it. It's mm. not what you think it is. It's not. It's okay. so good. Okay. It's so good. Tracy Morgan and Alec Baldwin are unbelievable in I, this movie. I will say I was at a fancy award show party once and I saw a table of that crew of like, I don't think Tracy was there, but it was like Tina Fey sitting next to some other fa- fancy people and Ike Barinholtz was there who's been very lovely to me in the past, and he was sparking up a blunt at this <laughs> Hollywood party. And I said, I want no part of that table. It, I made an instant judgment. It's such a good show. I called it a movie before. It's such a good show. Really? Yes, I swear. Okay. You would love it. Listen, I... It's I, right up your alley. You know what we hadn't seen ever and just started watching, which I feel weird about saying? We just started watching The Mindy Project. I'm on which it. Which we'd never... You are! A couple laps. When? Somewhere. Okay. Season two. Later. Wow, I can't wait to run into you. Yeah. Mindy Project is a great show. I'm enjoying it. She's very talented, that Mindy Project. She's very talented. That's where I met Ike Barinholtz, who was lovely. Look at that. Listen. Look at that. I'm once removed from a lot of famous people. Wow. The, I mean, obviously, the, the common denominator here is they need old mediocre peck to really... Blast off. They need, they need you. Yes. They need you. I've been saying that forever. We you, all need you. Do you think, you know, right now they're saying, and this is all hearsay, but Tom Brady to the Dolphins, rumors heat up again. It's definitely on the table. What do you think? Hmm. I want to know what you, for you, you want, I want to know what you think first. I think you got to stop, Tom. It's, uh, are the Buccaneers even in the playoffs? Oh, yeah. But their they record won the, sucks. They won the division. It doesn't matter. They, they have a home game. They won the division. Yep. And everybody thinks Tom's over the hill. And I'm telling you right here on this podcast that Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to find some way to win the Super Bowl. You think so? Yes. Because... Let's make a bet now. Okay. What are we betting? Dinner. Yeah, dinner. At uh, Hillstone. A Hillstone dinner. Hmm. That being said, the Buccaneers have the smallest chance to actually win. So I'm letting you know that I'm... This is a real... Like, 
it's it's a crazy call. Yes. But they're going to win. Okay. And if they don't win, I'll buy you Hellstone. I'm ordering big at Hellstone. Yeah. And, yeah. like I said earlier, yeah. I'm doing pills in the bathroom. Okay. Pills and Hellstone. <laughs> Done. I'll pay for the pills. I'll pay for the but Hellstone. by pills, I mean Crestor. Yeah, Crestor. My statins. Yes, Crestor. By the way, I recently talked to a doctor of mine who was like, get off the cholesterol meds. What do you think? Why? He's like, you're 36, it's going to eat away at your muscles. If there's any MD listening, by the way, I'm debunking myself here, Yeah. but it is a common sort of like... You had a random doctor tell you this, or your doctor that prescribed you the Crestor? Different doc, but you, you somebody... Saw, you sought an, an additional opinion. I went answer shopping slightly. Uh, yeah. It's tough. And he just said, was he was like, you're 36, even if it's high... There's a lot you can be doing to not have to take the medication as of now. He's like, if you are 50, 60, it's a different conversation. I said, listen. How do you lower it on its own? Did he provide you with the tools and knowledge? Or he just said that your other doctor who gave you Crestor is a quack? No, he just said, listen, it's there's just not a lot of precedence to do it before 40. There's not a lot of studies, which, by the way, my doctor who gave it to me was like, I would rather wait till you're 40, but Jesus Christ, your cholesterol is high. Maybe we should get ahead of this. Is this the it's worst subject it, ever on no, a podcast? No, it's, it's interesting. I don't like, do we know that you don't eat foods that are, have a lot of cholesterol? I love or, a pastry. Yeah. Like, is it a dot? Is it maybe with diet? Like, is it so not fun, but I'm a skinny mini. Yeah, you are. I mean, God. You're what? very thin. Yeah, we had dinner on You're the other day. You're very thin. You order nothing. Oh, my God. Benjamin. You order nothing. Thank you. You're very thin. You're thin, but you're losing. You and I'm Claudia are gorgeous. I'm losing. We're losing. We're losing. Wow. I mean, now the Russell Stover, this is, this is going to be my treat for the week. That'll be a random... You're going to forget about that, and you're going to be flying home. It's great. Delta One, I assume. And you're going to we'll see, see that at the bottom of your bag and go, fucking peck. Thank God. Thank God, God for Josh. Kid. But, you know, I would, uh, I'm always a fan of trying to figure things out without meds. Yes. Okay. Personally. Mm. Because, and this is probably a subject for another pod, because this could be a long topic, a more serious one. But, you know, Western medicine, it's pretty new. Wow. And I think that there are a lot of things that we make money off of that. Perhaps you don't need to. I remember hearing that aspirin, did you know this? Aspirin comes from tree bark. I think mm. it's the willow tree that if you go up to the tree, maybe it's not the willow tree. Don't quote me on the type of tree, but there's a tree. You go up to the tree, you peel off its bark, you bite it, and it acts just like a painkiller. Wow. I just think that's interesting. Just think it's interesting. The willow tree. The willow thank you tree. Very, thank you very much, Marshall, thank you, Marshall. for fact-checking. The wow. willow tree. And I find that very interesting. I just think to myself, is there something out there that's maybe a little bit more herbal that could help with cholesterol? Is it a, an ancient tea? Is it a, you know, like this whole like thing that we pretend that we're the only humans in civilization to ever live to a great age when they also take, like, over the last couple hundred years they're averaging out both the infants that died and the people that lived and saying that we only right. live to 50 years that's old that's not true it's not true no like none of it's true high infant mortality Correct. that it brought the that average it brought the down. whole average but down. people totally lived to 100 back then that's what i'm saying yes. and they lived to 100 because of what they were eating mm. and because of what they were drinking and because of all of the natural benefits of things like a turmeric and again i don't do any of this stuff yes because i live in America, and I'm very much ingrained in Western medicine, but I always, I find it so fascinating that we pretend that what we've discovered over the last 70 years is gospel for the race. It's fair. Yeah. So that's it's a, a long-winded way of saying uh, that I shouldn't have had a bag of peanut butter pretzels on my drive over here. I know. Peanut it, butter and pretzels sounds delicious. High class. Oh. And it hurt my TMJ. Oh, Enough man. Said. You have TMJ? I'm falling fucking apart. Damn it. I'm sorry. I know. Well, this is what happens when you go skinny. You're not really healthy. Yeah. But you look incredible. You look great. And I would... Uh, okay, here's a good question. If if you could live the rest of your life... What's your goal? Wait. Ooh. 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 Not that the number matters. <laughs> it my, matters. My goal weights. Can I give you what I think your goal weight should be? Yeah. But you, don't, but you don't know what I weigh right now. I'm just saying... 
No, because I weigh more than you think I than I think I weigh because I have heavy bones. <laughs> okay, every every Jewish kid has heavy bones. Stop that. <laughs> my bones are. They should study my bones. <laughs> Stop it. Um, what are you six? I'm gonna six Guess. three. I'm six two. Six two. Guess my weight. Two thirty. See, two sixty. <laughs> You're gorgeous. That's what I'm saying. You've you got nothing ne- to lose. I have heavy bones. Okay, well, I'm, I'm glad your mother told but, you that throughout but, your whole childhood to make you feel better. But my ideal weight, because I've been there. I've been 200 and I was way too skinny. Okay. Terrifying. Wow. I've been 225 and that was freaking perfect. 225, so, I'm a size 34, gene 33. I don't ever want to be, look, I'm not a, I'm not a European Paul Smith wearing... Fair. Medium T-shirt. No, you're a no, Brooks I w- Brothers. I always want to wear a nice large, extra large. I don't yes. need to be a medium ever. You're a polo sport from Marshalls. Yeah, exactly. Yes, you're 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 not an Armani. You're an Armani Exchange. Please, I'm yes. a Robert Graham. You're a Robert Graham. You're a Ted Baker. Ted, yeah, Ted. You're a, you're a Sir Thomas Bahama. Yeah. Oh, Sir Tommy. <laughs> I can see. God, I want you to be 50 so you can exclusively wear Tommy Bahama. I, I heard you do. This <laughs> podcast brought to you by Adderall and Tommy Bahama. Yes, and cigarette smoking for kids. <laughs> and Newport menthols. Um, okay, so you could either be two... Let's go a little less than two. Let's say 220. Okay. Very smell. Okay. You can be insured to be 220 no matter what you eat to your 65. Or you'll never be south of 250 and you'll live to your 85. What do you choose? Ooh, right. Maybe two. Let's say two sixty. No, no. I like never be south of two fifty, but eighty five is too low. Hmm. You mean like I want to live later than eighty five? Eighty five. You'll get an additional twenty years, but you'll never be at your goal weight, and you'll always oh, feel. You're, a little oh, you're saying either I could be two twenty till sixty five and then die. You'll be two twenty till sixty five. You can eat whatever you want. You will be in perfect. You will not but I will gain d- a But I will die at sixty five. But you'll die at sixty five. I take eighty five. You take 85. Oh, yeah. I'd rather be fat and happy and alive. Really? Than, yeah. I'm very I'm very uh, happy with myself. It's you, more of a health thing huh. and clothes. You I know like, why uh, this podcast is good? Why? Because of how different we are. Yeah. 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 I'm going out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Me do too. It myself. Wow, that cough. My God. Oh, what do you think that cough is? I don't know. Probably the COVID positive from your test <laughs> that you're you pretending is negative. I'm just kidding. Don't put that out there. I mean, last week we had Neil Brennan. Yep. Next week, the great and powerful Bobby Lee. Yes. Can't wait for Brilliant that Brilliant comedian. Oh. Such a good app. Fantastic. They're going to love it. They're going to love it. Take us out, Ben. <sighs> Rate, review, subscribe, wherever podcasts are available. I still don't have a list. Somebody needs to get me a list of where this podcast is distributed. Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts. Panda podcast. But are you sure? Have you listened to the podcast on all of those platforms? I don't watch or listen to anything I do. I hate myself. What about iHeartRadio? Are we on iHeart? Yes. We are. Stitcher. Stitcher. Okay. Could be. Find us on all those places. And also, fun, you can find us now on Josh's YouTube. We're going to start throwing up these gorgeous video episodes when we do them on Josh's YouTube channel. If you don't subscribe to Josh's YouTube channel, you should probably do that. Yes, because it's soon going to be rebranded as the Good Guys channel, and every YouTube video I've ever made, I'm going to archive because I'm in Oppenheimer now, and I'm trying to erase my past. There we go. Yes. There we go. So rate, review, subscribe wherever you can. Watch us wherever you can. Give us five stars. And if you have kids, encourage them to smoke. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.